Welcome to another episode of the Leadership Download. I'm here with my good friend Travis Van Dusen and uh, myself, Cameron Singh. Um, so today we're going to talk about culture, and culture means a lot when you apply this to organizations. Um, there are various aspects of culture that companies define themselves as. Is this this is what type of culture we are, and this is what we believe in. And then there's the actual culture. What is truly going on inside of the organization? Um, so Travis, you want to start us off? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Cameron. So, so really, I, I there's this there's this kind of thought that's been running through my mind over the last couple of days as we've been uh, I've been thinking about this uh, this content was really this this statement is that you know a company has a culture, and then they have a culture, and, and I really preface that with this idea of of really a company. Every company has two cultures. Every company has the culture that's uh, printed on their website, that culture that is that is on their walls, that's in the in the in the uh, the the new hire packet. It's that the mission statement. But then there's a second culture, and I went, we'll call that tonight. We'll call that the true culture. This is the culture that's actually what's going on inside the company. This is actually the things that are actually happening, really. In, inside of the organization, there's no there's no one liners. There's no um, there's no special slogans or anything happening. It's just simply the truth of we have a culture, the the culture of what's on the wall, and then we have the culture of what is really happening behind the scenes. And what I'm realizing is something that's very important. People tend to join companies for reason number one. For 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 the for the culture of what the, the what the company's culture is on paper, but people tend to stay with companies long term, based off of culture number two, the actual culture of the company. See, we can easily write a slogan. We can we can spend money on, po you know, putting these very catchy phrases together that talk about the the culture of our company and where we want to go. But it's really what is our employees experiencing, at, at, you know, day one and, and then on day 30 and then on day 60, that's going to determine and day 500, that's going to determine whether somebody stays with us. We get them in the door with that catchy slogan, but we don't keep them with that catchy slogan. Yeah, that's all right, Travis. Um you know, some examples of what, how organizations define culture is, you know, your basic vision, mission, and values, your mission statement, your values, um, you know, all that looks nice and pretty. And, you know, it, it really is more of um, a way to bring in, bring in uh, team members. Um, it could add to selling your products. Um, mm -hmm. But the true culture is, um, is really the internal what is truly going on within the organization and when you're an organization uh large in different locations 
uh, your cultures might be different from location mm -hmm. to location. It might not be consistent. Um, but how do we keep that consistent? I mean, companies spend millions and millions of dollars, thousands of dollars on, um, you know, defining their mission statements, their culture. Uh, this is who we are. But what are we truly? And um, so starting with the basics is um, culture is really created at the top, at your CEO level, your general manager level at the top. Um, and with this individual person or group of people, um, everyone is watching every, everyone, their move, what they're doing, what they're saying, criticizing each line that comes out of their mouth on what conference calls on in the media, whatever that might be. Mm -hmm. And, um, the culture starts from there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cameron, you're absolutely correct. You know, one of the, one of the things that, you know, as you mentioned is companies spend millions of dollars in, in some cases a year trying to craft, you know, these mission statements and, and putting things on the walls, but you know, literally none of this means nothing if we don't understand how culture is created. I mean, it, man, if, if there's never ever been a moment where we need to understand how culture is created, it's the moments we're living in now. Cause you know, I, I, the more I pay attention to the workforce that what's happening in our workforce, the more I'm realizing, you know, this is not just a money thing. This is not just a, a government subsidy thing. This is a demand for a new culture to be brought into the workforce. And if we're not observing this, we're not understanding this, then we're going to be left behind. And, and, you know, one of the things I love that I actually ad adapted from um, Sam Chan. Now, so we want to give credit where credit's due. Sam Chan is he, he talks about, you know, culture as culture is created at the top. It's sustained from the bottom and it's destroyed by the middle. And Cameron, as you were saying, you know, culture, it all begins at the top. You know, it, it's all about, you know, the people who are at that, you know, at that top leadership role in the organization, whether that's a department leader or whether that's a, a CEO or whatever that is. These are the people who are always being looked at. These are the these are the brand ambassadors, so to speak, of your company. If, if these people don't get it right, nothing else matters. Culture is set from the top. It, it, it's not a it's not a there's no there's no secret to this. If the leader is not living the culture that's expected, we're not going to get anywhere. So it, it starts at the top. Any thoughts, Cameron? Yeah. And um, I know a few experiences in the past, um, you know, where, where I was a departmental manager or leader or running a location. Um, it's so critical is when you get out of your car to get to work, you're you're pretty much on stage. Um, and that's how I always look at it. You're on stage and everyone is watching your every move because I know I did that to my previous managers as well. Watch their every move, everything that they were saying. And so I recall a lot of, a lot of times is, um, you know, you have to think before you speak, you have to think mm -hmm. before everything, every little thing that you do, because that little thing that may not matter to you may matter for someone else and your team. Um, I think we talked about this before, the abstract and concrete communication. Um, it's so important to, as, as a person at the top, to create a culture where um, their various things embrace, such as um, creating room for failure, um, recognition, um, 
not being afraid to speak up. There's so many aspects that are so important for our teams. Um, you know, things like uh, fairness, consistency. Um, mm. That's all part of what creates a culture. Um, and then, and then, you know, how do we recognize them? How do we hold people accountable? Um, uh, inclusion, diversity. There's so much that goes into culture uh, at from the top. Yeah, I know one of the things that I, I heard recently that I really liked was, you know, um, you develop culture by who you make the, the hero in your organization. Who Who is the defined hero? Who's that employee that is being recognized consistently or, or employees that are being recognized consistently in your organization? You see, people tend to understand culture two ways, th through recognition and through punishment. What are the things that are recognized and celebrated and rewarded? And what are the things that are punished in our, our disciplinary actions and corrections are put in place for? And, and that's where it begins at the top. The second one is this sustained from the bottom. See, oftentimes when we think about culture, we, we, we want to stop with just talking about the top. But the reality is culture, the culture itself of your organization is going to come specifically from the bottom. You see, we want to create a culture so that we can provide a good service to our customers, to, um, to our employees or what, whatever it may be. But the reality is uh, many times these, these, top, these top leaders spend a lot of time, you know, pitching these ideas and trying to grow their business saying, you know, we're going to provide this service. We're going to, we're going to do these things. Well, I can remember in my career so many times of, of seeing senior leadership come into a, come into a, a situation with a customer and make these big, massive promises that we're going to provide the services and we're going to do all these things really well. And then they walk out of the room and the next day, very few things change. And it's because they were trying to produce a culture that was that was very positive and good, but they weren't they weren't allowing that culture to actually reach the people who are providing the service. You see, these people at the bottom these are your these are your people who answer the phone, they do the work. These are the people who are making the decisions before you even know that there is a decision to be made. In most cases, these are the people who are sustaining your culture. Reality, these are the people who are actually meeting the customers. This is your, these are the people at, you know, at the front desk, you know, providing service, you know, for, for, for you. And if you don't get that right, the rest of this is never going to be sustainable. Yeah, this, this definitely takes me back to an experience where I was able to mentor um, an individual that eventually became a general manager. And, um, and I, I'm following his, you know, kind of road as a general manager. And I realized that, um, you know, some of the people at the bottom were being an issue, huge issues and uh, didn't necessarily uh, reflect well on the organization's culture. And so when this individual um, pretty much disposed of these individuals and brought in fresh people um, that were motivated and willing to do the work uh, properly, it eventually starts creating a good culture. Once you start getting rid of those, um, I call them squatters. Um, <laughs> um, you know, once you get rid of these squatters and um, create, 
you know, you bring in these owners that truly adapt to what the company culture is all about. And of course, being sustained, you know, where it starts at the top, your team members are going to want to sustain it. And um, they, they are going to want to make the company or make the leader of that organization or base or location uh, look great because everything that they do reflects upon their ultimate leader. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just, it's so important that we just continuously reflect on, you know, what is being communicated to that people, that work group and, and, you know, what is, you know, how are we communicating that? What is, how, what, how is the information coming from the top down to the, you know, that frontline leadership, the frontline leadership, because oftentimes there's so many disconnects and oftentimes those disconnects come from our third point, And that's really culture is destroyed from the middle. Culture is destroyed from the middle. Most of the challenges in our organizations come from the middle of the company. The areas that can make the highest the highest effect in your company is your middle management. So the reality is one thing I've noticed, especially in consulting, is that the group that is least taken care of, the least that is least provided uh, coaching and training, is usually your middle managers. And this is your 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 G, your GM level, maybe some some lower level supervisors and managers. These are the people who are actually on the grounds who are responsible for holding people accountable to that culture. And oftentimes culture is destroyed because a middle manager has decided not to enforce or, 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 or to hold their team accountable to the expectation that's been set by the top. So we have, we often miss this because we, we, we don't spend a lot of time on growing this group. And, and I think there's, there's a secret in here is, is, is if we continuously focus on growing this middle middle management, we actually can grow our company, grow our organizations to be stronger because it's it's the, the, probably the most important uh, management group in a company. If your middle management is weak, your company's weak because if you don't have that middle management holding the accountability strong of the culture, none of this is sustainable long term. Yeah, Travis, I can recall a, a past experience um, that I went into a location um, and um, there are a lot of issues at this particular location. And um, it definitely wasn't um, the, the front line. It wasn't the bottom line. It was actually the middle. It was in the middle were the issues because mm -hmm. they were never developed. They were never uh, heard. They were never they actually weren't weren't doing the jobs that they were supposed to do uh, or being paid to do. Uh, and so they needed to be trained, developed, um, heard and empowered. And once that was done, um, you know, I eventually saw the impact with the team and with the overall culture of the group completely changed. Uh, you saw increased engagement all across the board. Uh, increase in safety uh, uh, record, increase in the service service culture, um, and um, people started to notice. External customers start to notice, and so it definitely does make a difference. Uh, putting focus on the middle. Yeah, absolutely. That's like that. If there was one key word when you think about middle management, is it's an accountability 
It's the level of accountability. These are the people, these are the leaders that are going out there every day and, and holding people accountable to the brand, to the culture of the company. And if we don't get that right, this is where the companies are destroyed. So we put a lot of effort there. So Cameron, any final thoughts? Um, no, I just think as as um, kind of our audience, talk to our audiences, people trying to go into leadership or are in early in their leadership positions is you are the one that creates the culture on your team. Um, you, you are the one that people are looking at on a day to day. They're watching your every move. And so do your best in terms of um, creating your organizational culture, whether it's a group of five people, a group of 10 people, or a group of 100 people. Um, uh, focus on that, that middle manager. If you have middle managers, focus on them, develop them, empower them. And then you'll see, you'll see the, um, the impact on your people and team. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of, I think the most important thing to remember here is that, you know, to, to build that positive com company culture moving forward is understanding that it begins at that top. It begins at the top of setting that example and, and, and being on that stage daily of setting a, a, the, a healthy culture for your organization is sustained by the by the bottom is sustained by those the, by those daily frontline workers. You know we can't under we can't uh, underestimate the power of the need for great um, frontline workers, and it's and it's destroyed by the middle. It's those middle managers that are out there who are supposed to be holding our teams accountable and holding that culture accountable that ultimately will make or break us when it comes to setting our successful culture. You know I'll end with this final thought final statement from uh dr sam chan it says you know if you change your culture you change everything if you change your culture you change everything if you if you're able to change your culture it could radically shift the way you, the the culture of your organization or your team is going so go out and make that change we'll catch you guys in the next video I'm not afraid to